Glory to God. I'm so glad to be here today. Hallelujah. Standing in the stead of Pastor Grenard to uh, first give an honor to God, who was truly the absolute head of my life, and to Pastor Grenard, who trusts me um, with, this, with this flock. I praise God, and I thank the Lord for Lady Lisa McClendon. Thank you. Let's just give God some glory for our leaders here at this church. Amen. Sister Tony did a wonderful job. Everybody just on point today. Hallelujah, God. So y'all got me fired up. You know, I came in here kind of drained, but shoot, y'all got me fired up. <laughs> Glory to God. So you all know how we do it here at VCC. So raise your Bible, whether you have it up. Uh, you know, you have your, your good old manual Bible like I do. You have it on your iPhone, your iPad. Glory to God. And say, this is my Bible. I can have what it says I can have. I can do what it says I can do. My mind is alert. My heart is receptive to the word of God. And my life will never, ever be the same. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Bless the wonderful name of Jesus. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we just glorify you today. Lord, we thank you for what you've already done. We thank you, Father God. We know that the the healer is in the house today. Hallelujah. We welcome the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit. We just thank you, Father God, for what you've already done in this house today and what you will continue to do. And God, we're just excited, God, about what you're going to do in this service today, in this message, Lord. I pray. God, that you will help help me, Father God, to uh, deliver your word, Father God, in excellence, oh God. And Lord, I pray that it will be a blessing to to the hearers of the word, that it will will prompt them to become doers of the word. And it's in your son Jesus' name. We praise you. We thank you today and forevermore. And those in agreement say amen. 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 Something about the name Jesus. Ah, for my note takers, if you need a topic, that's it. Something about the name Jesus. Is that all right? It's just something about the name Jesus. And I see the angels had already prepared the atmosphere, had already set the atmosphere for this word today because I had not spoken with Sister Sophie. And then she came right in here talking about we love to call that great name. Hallelujah. How many of y'all love to call on the great name of Jesus? Huh? Glory to God. Let me me just hear a hand clap of praise if you'd like to call on the name of Jesus. It's just something about the name Jesus. Glory to God. And we'll be coming from Philippians chapter 2, verses 6 through 11. That's Philippians 2, 6 through 11. And it reads, Who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation. We're talking about Jesus. He didn't make himself of any reputation, yet everybody knew him. Hallelujah. Yet, you know, that's so amazing to me that he made himself of no reputation, yet his reputation preceded him. Ooh, that's awesome right there. But the scripture says, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. 
Now, I just want to read to you the Amplified up to that point says, who although being essentially one with God, Jesus was one with God, and in the form of God, possessing the fullness of the attributes which make God God, did not think this equality with God was a thing to be eagerly grasped and or retained. But he stripped himself for of all privileges and rightful dignity. You hear that? Rightful dignity. So as to assume the guise of a servant or a slave and that he became like men and was born a human being. And after he had appeared in human form, he abased and humbled himself. Mm. After he became in human form, he abased, he transformed, he humbled himself still further. Meaning he lowered himself even further and carried his obedience to the extreme of death, even the death of the cross. And verse 9 in the King James says, Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. Huh? He said that he highly exalted him. It says, in the Amplified says, Therefore, because he stooped so low, because he was willing to go so low and step in and become the form of man, God has highly exalted him and has freely bestowed on him the name that is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. Hallelujah. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Oh, my God today. That, mm, my God today. What a blessing. Hallelujah. And I pray that God add a blessing to the word and to the hearers of his word. Something about the name Jesus. Glory to God. Now, his original Hebrew name was Yeshua, which is short for Yehoshua. Uh-huh. Je- uh, Jesus is the English spelling of his name. There's so much in the name Jesus, and I hope you brought your Bible-turning fingers with you today because we're going to be turning to quite a few scriptures. We're going to let the Word do the work today. Is that all right? Glory to God. It's so much in the name of Jesus. As a matter of fact, there's authority in the name of Jesus. We just read here in our text scripture that it's, that the name is a name that's above Every, uh-huh, that's it, sister, every name. It means it has authority above the earth, in the earth, and below the earth. Glory to God. He has authority in all three realms of the earth. Hallelujah. So in Luke chapter 9, verses 57 through 62, Jesus was teaching about discipleship. So if you will turn with me there to Luke chapter 9. Thank you for putting that up on the screen as well. For those of you that may not have a Bible, we have the verses here on the screen. Let's just give God a hand clap of praise for our communications department. Oh, my God. I'm so blessed. So blessed. Thank you all. Chapter 9, verse 57. Jesus is teaching about discipleship. And it came to pass that as they went in the way, a certain man said unto him, Lord, I will follow thee whithersoever thou goest. And Jesus said unto him, Foxes have holes, and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man hath not where to lay his head. And he said unto another, Follow me. But he said, Lord, 
Suffer me first to go and bury my father. And Jesus said unto him, Let the dead bury the dead, bury their dead. But go thou and preach the kingdom of God. And another also said, Lord, I will follow thee. But let me first go bid them farewell, which are at home at my house. Let, 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 me, let me go tell my family, I, you know, I got to go with you. I'll be back. You know, just let me tell them goodbye. Uh, can I holler at them for a minute? And Jesus said unto him, no man, having put his hand to the plow and looking back, is fit for the kingdom of God. He said, if you want to come, you better come on now. Huh? You better come on now. We always hear stories. Oh, this is, y'all, this was so good to me as I was studying, as the Spirit was, Holy Spirit was leading me in this word. This was so good to me. You know, we often hear the stories about the, the 12 disciples, you know, the first disciples that God chose. But Luke 10, which is right there in the next chapter, you're already there, verses 1 through 19, and we're not going to read all those verses, but it speaks of the mission of the 70 disciples. We always hear about the 20. Yeah, that's what I said, Sister Tammy. What? I had a Scooby-Doo moment. You know. The 70 disciples that he sent out in pairs. So read right here. Uh, chapter 10, verse 1. After these things, the Lord appointed other 70 also and sent them two and two before his face into every city and place whither he himself would come. Therefore said he unto them, the harvest, see this is the scripture we always read, the harvest is truly great, but the laborers are few. So he had to have more than just those 12 disciples, huh? They couldn't reach everybody. God is still doing the same thing today. He's calling up other disciples. He's raising up other disciples. Minister Angela can't reach everybody. Pastor Bernard can't reach everybody. So we have to make disciples of others. Amen. It says, so the harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he would send forth laborers into his harvest. Amen. They were sent out as lambs in the midst of wolves. My God. They were there. They had to pray, you know, for more laborers is what the, what's the instruction, if you will, that Jesus gave to them. They couldn't take any purse with them. They couldn't take no provisions or bags. They couldn't even take a change of sandals. In other words, they couldn't take any money. They couldn't take any clothes. They couldn't take any shoes with them. They had to trust God to provide for them. Ah, that's, ooh, that's for somebody right there. You need to learn how to trust God to provide for you. Don't look at your lack. Because the Bible says, and this is not in my notes, but the Bible says, the Lord is my shepherd. And I shall not want. The Amplified says that I shall not want for any good thing. So you don't look at what you have or what you don't have, if you will. You know, I don't stress about, uh, you know, how much stuff costs or all of that kind of thing. Because God said in his word, if I delight myself in him, he'll give me the desires of my heart. So I trust that, you know, I take God at his word and I trust that if it's something I want, he's going to make it fit my budget. Glory to God. And if I have to spend money on something, I don't worry about what I have to spend out because I know. Mm, okay. Thank you. Okay. I had a situation where uh, JPD wanted to play with me. Okay. Because I was driving my husband, my Mustang. Y'all see that great GT. Y'all see. Don't play. Don't play. Don't play. Y'all see. You seen it, Brother Davis. I had to keep my good eye on Brother Davis. When I drive that car, I had to keep my hands on my keys. 
Uh, Matthew hated that part. I don't want to focus on that by first day. But, um, yeah. Bless God. <laughs> Bless God. But listen, y'all, I'm, I'm on my way to work. I said sometimes, Lord, these folks punish you for work. You know, you get penalized for work. I'm on my way to work. I'm going down 55. You know, I was on the phone, but I was on my Bluetooth. I wasn't, I, you know, I ain't having it to me. It was hands free. And then here comes JPD Popo on play with me. Now, everybody passed me. I'm on I 55. Everybody passed me like I'm standing still, seriously. But he eases up behind me. I'm knowing he after somebody else because I'm not doing anything. That's what I'm thinking. I'm doing the 70, okay? And he keeps on pulling up behind me. So I said, he got the lights flashing. I said, I know this man ain't after me. So I had to move over three lanes, y'all, to pull over to the side. He comes up behind me, and where I stopped, there happened to be a, a, speed, a, a speed limit sign that says speed limit 60. When I rolled the window down, I knew he was, I wasn't what he was looking for because he was sick. He thought I was one of the little young folks out there. He was trying to follow me, thinking I was going to hit it. I knew what was going on. And so when I rolled the window down, I was like, and he looked at me, he was like, you know. And uh, he said, ma'am, you see what the speed limit is, don't you? I said, well, I do now. And I said, but when I come out of Madison, it says 70. I didn't know, y'all. This is word to the wise of somebody. Y'all mess around in Jackson. They be trying to trick you. They try to trick They trip you up. Time you hit Jackson, anywhere you hit Jackson, they're going to have 60 miles per hour. That's how it got me. Oh, my God, I'm so sick. So he did his little job. You know, he went on to the car. He come back with me and kicked me everything. And so I rubbed uh, and then I was in my hub car. I didn't have my insurance card with me. So he gave me two. I didn't know he had given me two because he had them so neatly done. I thought it was just one. So when I go down there to pay, they informed me that I had two. I was like, oh, Lord, who I called on the name of Jesus. Jesus, Lord, these folks God, what? I said, God, how much is it? Oh, Lord, gee, y'all, she told when they gave me that prayer, I had to get JPD $700. Y'all, I'm trying to help somebody today. I'm going to tell the truth and shame the devil. But you know what I said, right? And I told that woman right there, I get on tape, your old God is, I'm telling the truth and shame the devil. Look, I said that man was messing with me because of the car, man. I know that. I was on 55. He thought I was going to hit it, thought I was drag. I said, people passing me. You know, like I'm sincere. He comes running up behind me, of all people. She nodded her head in agreement, you know. And I said, but you know what, darling? I'm not going to worry about this. I said, because God going to get this back to me and some more beside. You understand me? I promise y'all, I swear I didn't have a clue as to where it was coming from. But I talk crazy like that to folks, you know, because I believe like that. And I said, because he got plenty more where that came from. It ain't mine no way, okay? So when I have bills, God, you got a bill. You can, <laughs> Lord, they said three hundred seventy-five dollars. You, huh? If he on the cattle on the thousand hills, he can pay his three hundred seventy-five dollar bill. That's all I'm saying. So that's for somebody, right? Y'all don't be stressing out about this stuff. Now, now listen. Don't be going right here talking about something. Hey, I ain't got. I ain't got. Hey, you can't get blood from a turn. Don't do that, y'all. 
Now you know you did something wrong. You know you, you, you know you do, you do right. We supposed to what it say obey the laws of uh, a seizure, seizure of the land. Bless God. We supposed to do it. But that's what somebody that wasn't in my notes there. Bless God. But in other anyway, they couldn't take anything with them. They couldn't take money, purse, shoes, none of that. They just had to depend on God to provide. That's my point. Depend on God. Somebody said depend on God. Uh-huh. He told them they couldn't even salute anybody on the road. In other words, don't even speak to nobody. Don't speak to nobody. Just be about kingdom business. That's what they were supposed to do. They were to enter the houses and say peace, you know, to the household if there was anybody word of the peace that they accepted them. Uh, they were to speak peace to the house and then peace would come upon them. If they did not accept them, then they were to keep that peace. The, peace, the uh, scripture said the peace would go back to the disciples. And if anyone was worthy of the peace uh, and they accepted them, Jesus instructed them to stay there um, and, and eat there because that's where their provision was going to be. And that part really blessed me because Jesus said that the laborer, if you look right there in verse 7, it says, And in the same house remain eating and drinking such things as they give, for the laborer is worthy of his hire. He said, go not from house to house. The laborer is worthy of <laughs> his height. In other words, I'm going to throw this out there. Uh, Lady E, and I'm going to run for the bottom. In other words, the preachers was worthy of their higher Glory to God. They were worthy, glory to God, to be properly recompensed. Matter of fact, Deuteronomy 24, 15. I won't turn there, but I'll just read here. Thou shalt give him his hire. Neither shall the son go down upon it, for he is poor, and setteth his heart upon it, lest he cry against thee unto the Lord, and it be sin unto thee. So for employers to deny workers their pain, their pay is a sin against God. You, you got the scripture. You know, you got the scripture right here, Deuteronomy 24, 15. You got the scripture to back you up. <laughs> you tell you. Tell your employer, it's a sin against God. I done looked at a few of my tests, and it's a sin against God. Don't make no sin. Bless God. I'm worthy of my higher. Bless God. And I praise the Lord for touching the heart of my employer. Bless God in here. He felt the same. Glory to God. <laughs> I'm just saying, keep on praying. His power is something about the name Jesus. You call upon the name of Jesus. I'm telling you, I'm telling y'all, mm, I promise y'all this is not in my notes, but this is the way the Holy Spirit is leading me. Listen, you, you may feel as though you're not getting your worth on your job. Well, first of all, you got to remember you accepted the job at the rate you started it, okay? That's okay. That's okay. I've done the same thing. But this is what I also do. I don't worry about that because I just want to get my foot in the door. And then I pray and I say, God, may the work I've done speak for me. It's not that I'm underselling myself. I'm just trying to get my foot in the door so you can see what I'm working with. You understand me? And then I trust God. Keelan, I trust God. I don't trust me. I trust God to make sure that man does right by me. That's what you do. You don't go around with no stank attitude. I'm going to work just like they pay me a little bit every two weeks. You don't do that. No, you do your work as unto the Lord. Yeah, that's good. And somebody's going to see that. God is going to make sure he sees that. 
as my dear sister here always say, he's going to whisper your name in the right person's ear. He's going to whisper your name in somebody's ear. She sits here today as a, as a testimony. Glory to God. God will whisper your name in somebody's ear. I always have the, the attitude on a job that even if, you know, they can be going around like one job I was on. I was there for six years, got one raise. Six years. They, don't, they still don't give raises. Yeah, mm -hmm, yeah, you mm, bless God. Yep, it's true, brother. It's true. They still haven't given folk raises in eight years, not one. And when you say something to them about it, they say you better be glad you got a job. That's right. So this was my attitude. I knew I was there on assignment. I don't look at my jobs as jobs; they're assignments. And so when God releases me from my assignment, when I'm done, I move on. Okay. Um, so they kept saying, you know, well, he don't get raised. We don't get raised right here, you know. But they said the building stuff, and every time you look around, they start new programs. And I, well, some money coming from somewhere. So after a while, I said, you know what? They may not give me a raise here, but I'm going to get a raise. If I have to raise up out of this Johnson, I'm going to get a raise. Bless God and praise God. That's what I did. Bless God. I showed them better than I could tell them. Glory to God, glory to God. So I just, I just want you to understand, you just call on the name of Jesus. You follow your needs. You go to the creators about his creation. If they're not treating you right, don't go around there with no attitude. You treat them right. The Bible says it's like heaping coals up on their head. You be good to them even when they're not good to you because God has been good to you. Amen. Glory to God. That's for somebody right there. You don't have to send me no cash app on that. That's free. Bless God. Hallelujah. And Jesus told them, he further instructed the, the 70 disciples to heal the sick and to tell them the kingdom of God is at hand. Meaning that the kingdom of God had come close to them. And they were to shake the dust. Oh, my God. They were to shake the dust off their feet of any town that didn't accept them. That's what you need to do. Stop trying to make people accept you. Stop trying to make people like you. Baby, everybody's not going to like you. It's not for everybody to like you. They don't like you. They don't accept you. Listen, that's your, that's their loss and somebody else's game. You shake that dust off your feet and you keep it moving. Kick rocks, huh? Glory to God. I know the children probably ain't saying that no more. What y'all saying now? Kick rocks. Hey, hey, what, you back there talking. I'm talking to you. What y'all what say now? Kick rocks. What you say now? You don't even know. <laughs> I threw him off, y'all. He wasn't ready. He wasn't ready. He wasn't ready. <laughs> Glory to God. I'm just teasing with you, baby. God bless you. But I'm just saying, y'all, people don't accept you. People don't like you. Shake the dust off your feet. I'm just teasing with you, baby. You still love me? I love you. God bless you. <laughs> Glory to God. So let's look here at... Uh, Luke chapter 10, let's drop down to verses 16 uh, through 19. And it reads, he that heareth you, heareth me. And he that despises you, despises me. I'm still in Luke 10, okay. verse 16. And he that despises me, despises him that sent me. You understand that? He that heareth you, heareth me. This is Jesus talking to the disciples that he sent. And he that despises you, despises me. And he that despises me, despises him that sent me. So when people, you know, are disliking you for no reason, they charge to their head and not their hearts. Understand they don't know any better. 
Okay? They don't know any better. Do just like Jesus said when he was on that cross. Say, Lord, forgive them, for they know not what they do. They don't know that you're a child of the living king. And the 70 returned again with joy. This blessed me right here. Saying, Lord, oh, they were so happy. They were struggling. They said, Lord, even the devil's a subject. Unto us through that night, man, they ran. Oh, they were feeling themselves. They said, even the devils, they back up. Even they are subject unto us through that name. Glory to God. And he said unto me, I beheld Satan as lightning falling from heaven. He said he saw Satan falling like lightning from heaven. Y'all know that was fast. And he said, behold, I give unto you. And right there, I want you to put in your Bible your name. Behold, I give unto you, whatever your name is. Behold, I give unto Angela power to tread upon the serpents and the scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nothing. But he told them in verse 20 to not rejoice because the spirits are subject to them, but rejoice that their names are written in heaven. Glory to God. That's what he told them there in verse 20. If you go there, notwithstanding in this, rejoice not that the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. He said, don't be getting all excited, you know, because the spirits, they, they, they're subject to you. They bow down. They, they, they bow into the name of Jesus. They're bowing to that authority, that badge you're carrying around. Huh? That name of Jesus, glory to God. It's something about the name of Jesus. That's something to shout about right there. Glory to God. That they, they, they're not scared of us. But they back up from what we carry. We carry heavy weight. Huh? Glory to God. We carry heavy weight when you carry that name of Jesus. Huh? But my point is there is authority in the name of Jesus. And I looked up that word authority. And it means the power or right to give orders, make decisions, and enforce obedience. Enforce, not force it, but enforce obedience. A person or organization having power or control in a particular, typically political or administrative sphere. Uh, for example, as in health authorities. We, we know about health authorities, how they go around to the restaurants and they do inspections and things like that. They are health authorities. Well, I submit to you today that you are a heavenly authority. Amen. Is that all right? You are a heavenly authority. You can speak to demonic spirits like the disciples did. Huh? And they are substitute to you through the name of Jesus. You need to understand that it's through the name of Jesus. You give orders to angels by declaring and decreeing God's word, and they have to hearken to that word. If you don't believe me, let's turn over here, uh, if you will, to Psalms 103. Glory to God. Psalms 103. You have to speak the word of the Lord, and they will hearken to that word. Glory to God. Uh, this, I just want to share with you, this is one of my favorite. I reference a lot here, but... You, uh, Psalms 103, let's go to verse 20. Hallelujah, God. 103 and 20, let you know this is not something I'm just making up. The angels hearken to the word. Bless the Lord, ye his angels, that excel in strength, that do his commandments, hearkening unto what? The voice of his word. Glory to God. That's good right there. They have to move upon the commandment of God's word. They're forced 
to obey. Going back to our definition here, they're forced to obey and bring to pass what you have asked. You have the power, glory to God, and the control to invoke the activation of your angels. Somebody said, angels, activate. Oh, I need you. Come on, I heard somebody admit that. Say it again. Angels, activate. Hallelujah, God. You have the control to invoke the activation of the angels to go to work on your behalf. Glory to God. That's good news. It's all in the name of Jesus. Tasha Khan penned it best when she said, there's power in the name of Jesus. Huh? Glory to God. Not only is there power in the name of Jesus, there is healing and deliverance in the name of Jesus. Now, this was after uh, the resurrection and Jesus appeared before the 11 disciples. I know I'm messing y'all up with all these numbers of disciples because it messed me up, but I, I just need you to follow me here. This study was so good. This was after the resurrection, and Jesus appeared before the 11 disciples because, you remember, Judas had killed himself. So that, that caused us to have uh, 11. So if you will, turn with me to Mark. Glory, 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 glory. Are y'all enjoying this word so far? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Turn to Mark 16, verses 15 through 18. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall I cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Glory to God. Jesus told them to go into all the world and to preach the gospel to everybody. He said after those that believe, there were going to be signs. Glory to God. I love to say signs, miracles, and wonders. Glory to God. He said that there were going to be signs to follow them. He said in his name. They could cast out devils because like I just told y'all, the devil ain't scared of you. He's not scared of you. He's scared of what's, what's in you. The Bible says greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. How will you carry that badge of authority? That's what backs them up. It's just like, you know, it's just like with our, our, um, our city police. If somebody called the city police and I don't care how folk been clowning, they been getting down more, they been throwing them bowls and they been acting fools, they done jumped all out their shoes. But when that pop pop pull up, everybody's straight. Everybody's straight. Everybody's straight. Ain't nobody cutting up acting no fool. Everybody get convenient at me because don't nobody know nothing. I don't know. What happened? I don't know. Hey, I, I wouldn't in there. <laughs> Because they scared of that authority. That the, is that right, Brother Hudson? They scared of that authority that that police walk in. Glory to God. So that's what the demons are backing up from. That authority that you possess, that you bear in the name of Jesus, God. And that's deliverance. When you casting out devils, that's that deliverance. That's the action of being rescued or set free. Glory to God. And then he said that they would speak with new tongues and they would lay hands on the sick and the sick would recover. You know, we hear pastors say, say that uh, all the time that believers shall lay hands on the sick and the sick shall recover. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And then it shall be so. 
So it be it spiritual or be it natural. Hallelujah. God's got it. That's all I want you to know. That God's got it. Glory to God. Matter of fact, Psalms 147.3 says, He healeth the broken in heart. Mm. And he bindeth up their wounds. And Psalms 103 and 3 says, Who healeth all thy diseases. I want to tell you as I, as I near my clothes here that there is salvation. Ah, thank you, Lord. There is salvation. Ah, in the name of Jesus. As a matter of fact, the very meaning of his name, Yeshua, means salvation. Yeah, yeah. Yeshua means salvation. If you will, turn with me to Acts. Glory to God. I believe it's going to be uh, some of our last scriptures here. Acts chapter 4. Acts chapter 4. And we're going to look at verses 1 through 12. And it reads, we're talking about Peter and John here. And as they spake unto the people, the priests and the captain of the temple and the Sadducees came upon them, being grieved that they thought the people, that they taught, I'm sorry, the people, and preached through Jesus the resurrection from the dead. And they laid hands on them, and they put them in hold until the next day, for it was now even to eventide. Howbeit, many of them which heard the word believed, and the number of the men was about 5,000. Oh, my God. Now, that's real ministry right there. 5,000 accepted the word of the Lord. And it came to pass on the morrow, the next day, that their rulers and elders and scribes, and Amos, the high priest, and Cephas, and John, and Alexander, and as many as were of the kindred of the high priest, were gathered together at Jerusalem. And when they had set them in the midst, they asked, by what power, or by what name, have you done this? It's about, you know, what, what name you coming in? They're talking to Peter and John. And then Peter, <laughs> glory to God, it says, filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them, ye rulers of the people, and elders of Israel, if we this day be examined of the good deed done to the impotent man, by what means he is made whole, be it known unto you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, he made sure they specified and they knew which Jesus they were talking about, whom you crucified, just in case they didn't know when he said the one from Nazareth. He says, the one you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, he, he left no doubt, glory to God. Even by him does this man stand here before you whole. This is the stone which was set at naught of your buildings. He, Jesus was the cornerstone, glory to God, which has become the head of the corner. Verse 12, neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. No other name can you be saved by. No other name can you be saved. You can't be saved by the name of Buddha. You can't be saved by the name of Angela. You can't be saved by the name of Mohammed. The word says no other name can you be saved by except by the name of Jesus. Ah, ah, glory to God. Turn with me to Acts. Right, matter of fact, you don't have to go there. Romans 10, 13. It says, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord 
will be saved. Everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. I read a statement by an unknown author. I couldn't find the author, but it read, the short name of Jesus is meant to represent ah, the entirety of the life and ministry of Jesus. All that he did, all that he said, all that he experienced. Thus, to pray in the name of Jesus is to bring all the truth of Jesus, life and ministry, to bear on the issue, huh? to bear, ah, glory to God, to bear on the issue that you are bringing to God in prayer. I heard Sister Sophie say when she was there in, in, um, in, in, that, in that hospital there and she was delivering her baby, she, she, she referenced a particular song, but she said, you are my strength. Now, those of us that, those of you that are English teachers, you understand that you, or those of us that passed through the English class a couple of days, glory to God, you is the understood subject. It's an understood subject. The you that Sister Sophie was talking about, the you that was her strength was Jesus. She in essence called upon the name of Jesus. She drew strength from that name, Jesus. How when you call upon the name of Jesus, you bringing all the truth of his life and ministry to bear on that issue. Call upon the name of Jesus. If you're sick in your body, call upon the name of Jesus. You're bringing all the power, all the truth of his life to that issue. No matter what it is, whether it's a legal issue, whether it's an issue in your health, an issue in your home, an issue on your job, an issue in you. That you don't have the strength to correct or fix. Call on the name of Jesus. Ah. Call on the name of Jesus. Call on the name of Jesus. There's something about the name of Jesus. There's something about the name of Jesus. If there's somebody here today that needs prayer, That you need to invoke, invoke the power and the presence of all that Jesus is. All the truth that his life bears. It's something that you, you've been trying to fix it on your own. You've been trying to do better. And you have been. Could you start break every chain for me? You have been doing better. But you just can't quite. You just can't quite get there. You can't quite get all the way over. You're so close. But you can't quite get all the way over. I want you to come to the altar today. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. To break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. Come on. Where is my
No, it's not. No, it's not. And sisters, pray for our brothers. They need us praying for them. You know, they want to be all that God wants them to be, all that God has called them to be. You may be, you may have invested in one and um, they may not be quite there. that you know is not doing you any good. That one that you know is taken away from you. Do your math, baby. You want to add, not subtract. You want addition and multiplication in life, not subtraction and division. Amen? Amen. Stop being a doormat. Stop letting people run over you and treat you in a kind of way and you smile in their face and cry behind Well, my prayer is Dr. Pepper, bless God. 
when we make it. <laughs> but my point is, we make um, we make do for whatever we want. So how much more should we give to the Father's house? You're not giving to the pastors. Um, you know, you're not giving. It is to take care of the kingdom. It's to take care of the house. It's to make sure y'all like these lights. Y'all see, see real good out here. Y'all see, y'all can see real good. Y'all see my boots, can you see them? Bless God. Ah, you can see real good because of these lights. Cause money, though. Bless God. <laughs> Cause money, just like it does at our house. Hallelujah. But what's most important is that you obey God. God tells you to give for a reason because he's trying to get something to you. If you help push his mission in the kingdom, he'll push your mission. Amen. Glory to God. So make your checks out to VCC or Victory Christian Center. Hallelujah. And we have a confession here on the um, screen. So if you all would just repeat after me. Um, we'll say it together, rather. I'm moving to a new level in my living. In my giving. I expect nothing but the best from my God. And his best includes a threefold blessing in increase, overflow, and faith. And all three are all right with me. So I believe that I receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. Sister Sophie, would you come back and give me some more of that great name? You mind doing that for me? I just feel it in my spirit. Y'all mind? Glory to God. Girl, hit us with that one more time. Glory to God.